Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin Bezat Hashem, Shir number 357. We're reviewing the book, Ten Really Dumb Mistakes That Very Smart People Make by Rabbi Bitsi and Schaefer. And we're talking now, about, he has a, a caption that says, Women are more sensitive and advice for men. And he talks there about not fighting in a marriage. Now, I know when I discuss the, in the Jod Gatman Shir and other Shir, I use the word fighting to fight in a healthy way. And I was told that the word fighting is too strong of a word, and really fighting the way people use that word isn't healthy in marriage. It's more like expressing disagreements and to compromise and and to express to each other their own perspective. That's a healthy thing. But the word fighting is very often too strong. So even if I use the word fighting in previous shiurim, I meant it in that context of expressing a difference of, of, of opinion in healthy ways, but actual bickering and things like that, that's not what was meant. So he really feels that even though a husband and wife clearly has different wants, different needs, different opinions, and they need to make decisions and they need to make compromises, but at some fighting, he feels, never, it's not worth fighting. Because the way it works, it becomes adversarial. You have two sides, one one win, like in a court case, one wins, one loses, and they don't talk to each other, and so on. That's in a court case. In marriage, a fighting is generally a lose-lose proposition. If you lose, you lose. If you win, you also lose. You won the battle, but your best friend, the one you love, the one you care about, that you beat them on something, and you were right, and you won, what does that mean? You're really losing when you're hurting your husband or your wife. So the way he says it, the rule of marriage is that nothing is worth fighting over. You can negotiate, you can debate, you can discuss, but don't fight in that negative connotation of fighting. It can, should not be done. Sometimes you have to take a stand. And he basically has a sort of rule that when you're arguing over something or you're disagreeing over something and you ask yourself, this issue that we're arguing about is it something that will matter five years from now? The answer usually, when you think about it, is almost no. It doesn't matter even very often the next day. So if it passes that five-year rule, if it, it, meaning that if it, let's say, in most cases, it has no effect really on a week from now, two weeks from now, then it's not worth fighting over. And you just let it go. You know that that's not the right approach. And even if it passes the five-year rule, let's say you, you're disagreeing with something that's a very deep thing, and you know five years from now it will make a difference because it's a very important the framework of the home. Also, if that's the case and you realize this, you and your wife, you and your husband, then it, uh, the, you, you are shoyal etza. You both make an agreement. You, you, you both say this is a big issue. We both see it differently. Let's go ask advice from somebody. Let's ask a rav, a mentor, a healthy um, outside objective party because that's important in the big picture. So, it's not worth fighting, and it damages the relationship. And he says specifically for men, more specific, not to fight with your wife, because you'll, 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 you'll lose. Um, women have strong memories. They remember everything you did wrong, It'll be, be brought up again and again. It's not Kedai to fight or argue. And 
That's just a general thing. It's not healthy, regardless. He also goes through that women, many, are more sensitive, and a husband needs to realize and take that sensitivity into account. Um, in, in many cases, it's stereotypical, so it's not always the case like this, but a man falls and trips, he just jumps up and moves on. A woman falls and trips, it's not necessarily serious, but she feels more affected by it. Her bruises hurt or, or your wife more than it hurts you generally, and therefore you need to be sensitive to her. If she trips, even if she didn't get hurt, she's shaken by it. You show your care, you show your respect. Says, a man should always be careful not to hurt his wife. Her tears are more readily found, so her the pain that she feels is more is more there. And which so it means like this, men need to understand this. This is a chazal talking about it nature. Don't view that your wife is more sensitive or is more pained easily, and cries more, that she's weak or whatever it is. That is not the case. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put it in her nature. She needs that sensitivity as she deals with other people, as she deals with her children. It's a nurturing aspect of it. It's part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu built her. And you, we cannot be mezalzal. We cannot degrade the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created people. Men for men, women for women. And very often young Husbands get annoyed at their wives. Why are you crying over every little thing? Just have your more common sense. You realize it's not a big deal. What are you crying about? A lot of the young husbands do not, even older husbands, do not understand this. She's not crying because she cries easily. She's crying because it hurts her. She feels more pain more intensely than you do. Things that hurt you a little may hurt her a lot. And when you're in a lot of pain, you cry. It's a normal thing. The Chazal say this, her tears are more readily to be expressed, so her hurt is more close. That's something that husbands need to take really seriously. Don't downplay when she's crying and emotional and upset. What's the big deal? It is a big deal, and we need to care for her and take care of her. And he says, studies show, that um, the, the handle stress area in the brain is more sensitive in women. They generally suffer more from anxiety and depression, more than in men. In funerals, the women cry more than men. They're more sensitive than men. They feel pain more. They feel joy more. And all the emotions they feel, generally, spec- their, their emotional spectrum is much more sharp, more wide, more acute than men. And therefore, again, remember, this is a stereotypical thing he brings this up to. You could have the reverse in many situations. A husband sometimes could be more sensitive than his wife. That is true. And in some marriages, that is the case, where for whatever reason, the husband has that more sensitive nature and the woman has a more, um, you know, tougher nature, less sensitive. But stereotypically and generally speaking, women are far more sensitive than men. And Chazal is saying the general principle. And the husbands need to accept their wives, understand that she has those feelings, and to dismiss it damages the relationship. To say you're exaggerating is not fear, and it's not helpful. She's not exaggerating. She's really feeling this. To tell her it's wrong, you're invalidating her. 
and that creates an issue. So one has to be very, very careful with that. To take your wife's nature, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it, with a sensitivity, with a respect. That is why he needs to respect her more than himself. The Rambam says a husband must treat his wife with more respect than he does himself. Why? Again, because she's more sensitive. She feels things more acutely. Pain hurts her more. She doesn't need to respect the same way he does, but her feelings are delicate. She feels things more intensely. And that's why he needs to be careful to honor her more than your own. He brings from Parshish Lech Lecha. It says that when Avram Avinu moved and he put up the tent, and Rashi says, it says, Ahaloi, his tent, but it's written with a hey, Ahala, her tent. And Rashi brings from the Medrash, not as Oyal Ishtai, he first put up his wife's tent, and then he put up his, his own tent. And Sifsei Chachamim explains this. A man is obligated to honor his wife more than himself. And by putting up her tent before his own, he was showing her honor. It seems small, it's not small. It seems inconsequential, it's not inconsequential. This is the very basic foundation. Shalom Bayes is made up of very small acts. That's Lacha and Shalom Bayes is not necessarily in the big things, but it's in the small things we do on a day-to-day basis. The small acts may seem trivial. They, you may think simple matters like that don't matter. They matter a great deal. And by doing these small acts, preparing her tent first, putting her first, creates a respect that tells the woman, your wife, that her, your, you as a husband holds her in very high regard. And Torah taught us this about Avram and Sarah. It wasn't by chance that their marriage was the most perfect marriage possible. It was nurtured. It was developed. Avram Avinu used his behaviors and his seichel to better his marriage, to make it the best possible marriage by focusing on the small details, showing respect in the daily mundane activities, showing regard to her and setting her, her wife's tent, the wife's tent first. And on our Bechina, we have to learn how to do that too. Therefore, also, again, we, we, our expressions he talks about, which is true, just generally the way we talk in the world, we learn from our culture, we speak in a more rough manner, coarse manner, unrefined manner. And it's, in general, not a healthy thing to do. And, but we need to remember that no matter how we improve on our speech, you talk differently to other men, your friends, than you talk to your wife. You need to talk to your wife or your mother or any type of female, but certainly your wife in a more refined way. And it's a very, very important thing to know because those outward signs of respect of the way you talk to her really means a lot to her. And respecting her and understanding that and to understand that she's not one of the boys. She's not one of the boys. We mentioned once a while back, Mervaya um, Pamensky, he gives Shiorim on Shalom Bayis too, and he said this also in the early part of his marriage. He felt very close to his wife, and they talked a lot of deep Hashkafic things, and they used to talk to each other in different concepts. But again, he didn't hop at the time, and he treated her a little bit like a harusa. So when she expressed an opinion, he raised his voice and he said, no, this, 
not realizing he was he would had that he felt it was a beautiful conversation. Then he looked up and she was crying. So he asked her, "Why are you crying?" And she said, "Why are you yelling at me?" And he knew he wasn't really yelling at her. This is just the way Harusas talk sometimes in a base medrash. And he felt, I'm so close to my wife and we're talking in this, these type of subjects, so that's what I'm doing. Later he hopped that she's not his Harusa. And to her, that's fighting with her. That's yelling at her. And he learned to adapt. He learned to talk with a more emotional sensitivity to her. her. And that, that, that was a very important lesson that he learned that he was trying to convey. She feels words. The way you say it and the, the level of you say it, you, you raise your voice, she feels that you're yelling at her. And, and, and it really, that's why we have to learn to be careful with words because she feels those words, reviews those words, and the words said to her, she remembers better and she feels it more strongly and that's why we have to be so careful the way we talk it. Aina Sakraiva. And that's why the Rambam says you have to give her more honor than your own, because she's more sensitive to dishonor. She'll feel the shtach, she'll feel the disapproval, and the th- pain more acutely than, than you do. And again, don't think, the husband says, let's, let, why doesn't she just move on? You know, why can't she just forget it? And again, you know, on the woman's side, yes, she needs to learn that she has to let go. And that's a separate issue. She does need to do that work too. But again, as a husband though, you need to talk with respect and listen to her, to hear her out. Usually what happens is, is if you hear her out and you don't throw in your observations and opinions, how she could have done better with this and that, and don't try to fix her, don't try to show her where she, why she shouldn't have worried about this. Just be there and understand while you're ta- she's talking to you, she's not attacking you, she's not trying to People make this mistake when a wife is upset and wants to express things to her husband. They make this unhealthy conclusion that the wife is attacking me. And she's, but it's not. She is not attacking you. She's not bringing this up to make trouble. She's not trying to cause any fight. She's bringing it up to you because it's her emotional reality. That's why she's bringing it up. And we have to remove that defensiveness. And the best thing you can do is just be there for her. And automatically, or that if you do listen and she lets it out, everything gets a lot better. Everything gets improved in, the, in a major, major way. Another thing that's very important is on the woman's side about mind reading. This is a problem. It's, it, it, it's really for both, but women have this problem more. Is that, for example, um, your, the, the wife is upset about something. And um, husband sees this. Are you upset? Tell me what's wrong. And sometimes the wife would say, no, it's nothing. Are you sure? It's nothing. So he, he stops interacting. And she thinks, what's wrong with him? Why doesn't he see that I'm upset? Can't he see that I'm hurt? Um, and why doesn't he ask me what's wrong? And the reason why he doesn't ask what's wrong is because very often you assume that he should read your mind. You already said, no, no, nothing's wrong. So then he said, okay, you're saying nothing's wrong. So he stopped asking. That's a male mentality. That's part of who he is. Because when a man is bothered by something, he says it clearly, generally speaking. If a woman uh, says she doesn't want to share it, he believes her. Um, So this notion women need to understand. They cannot say, if my husband really knew me, 
if he really cared about me, he would know what's bothering me. That's mind reading. That's unhealthy. And again, both genders have this issue, but women generally have this issue more. If he doesn't respond the right way, it's not that he doesn't care. But because he's a male, he sometimes needs to be told and expressed. You need to express to him how you feel. And you need to tell him, and then he'll respond in kind. We said in the earlier part of the Shiurim that there are many, there are three pillars of, of a successful marriage. We talked about commitment, loyalty, that's number one. We talked about love, and the third one, which is the real uh, challenge, is learning to live together. And no matter how flexible or easygoing that you are, or both of you may be, there are many, many things that you're going to have to adjust to do differently. You need to make room for the other person. Accept that I have a ways of doing things, but it's not the only way. You also have a way of doing things. This requires work, and that's a hard part of learning. Part of learning to live together is learning about your spouse. Sometimes they have the same goals, expectations, they love each other, but they're constantly in squabbles and arguments, and they don't understand how to stop that, and they feel stuck. And even if you had good midas, and you have good midas, but if, you, if your husband or wife is acting in a way that you don't understand, it will, there'll be a limit to how generous you are. You won't understand what causes your husband or wife pain. And you'll stop working on that because you don't understand it. But the answer to that is, is you don't settle for that. The commitment is to make a marriage work with the commitment and the love now is to learning to live together, is to truly work on understanding your wife or your husband's world and to understand things from their perspective. It's that they're an opposite gender because they're the opposite gender, they're very different than you. They feel very different, they're experiencing things differently. And Hashem made it that way. But the way you do it is, Hashem put it in Ayechaylis, He wants each one of us to learn about the opposite gender, to learn how they're different from us, to learn to try the best we can to be in their shoes, and to adapt, and to accommodate one to the other, men to understand and be respectful of women's nature, and in particular his wife's nature, and the wife to be sensitive to her husband's nature, and to men's nature as well, but specifically to her husband. So we basically talked about a very important concept today, about the sensitivity, about not fighting, of when the, the, the five-year uh, rule, will this make a difference in five years? Usually it may not make a difference in, in, a, in a week, and, and you don't fight about these things. If it's something really that is monumental or extremely important, that it would affect them in five years, you both decide to speak to somebody. Husbands and wives need to understand each other. Husbands need to understand that wives are more sensitive. Hashem put it that way, and therefore you have to really be careful the way you talk and the way you react and to be empathetic. And from the women's side, they can't expect the mind reading. They can't expect, because they're males, sometimes they need to be told what's wrong in a clear way. I need your reassurance because I, 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 this is bothering me. And not mind read and assume, oh, if he really knew me, he would know what's bothering me. That's not true. He knows you well, and he still doesn't know what's bothering you. If he really cared about me, he would know what's bothering me. Not true. 
He cares about you deeply, and he may still not know what's bothering you. You need to express it. And then he listens, and he'll respond in kind. But don't assume it by just being quiet. And of course, the learning to live together, of working on each other, understanding each other's personalities, is extremely vital and important in a marriage. Brach and